Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Christina Matina, Senior Editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we're talking with an author of an original research article published in our June 2021 issue. The article, Patient Need and Provider Referrals to Diabetes Self-Management Education, finds that although there is an association between patients' need for and referral to DSME, many patients in need still aren't being referred. Joining us today is Dr. Brittany Brown-Podgorski, who is a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Texas at Austin and will soon be joining the faculty of the University of Pittsburgh. Welcome. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your work? I'm Dr. Brittany Brown Podgorski, and I'm currently a NHLBI funded T32 postdoctoral fellow um, in population health at the University of Texas at Austin. But on July 1, I'll be joining the faculty at the University of Pittsburgh as an assistant professor in health policy and management. And so my research broadly explores state laws, regulations, and policies as social determinants of health. And so I'm very interested in how they influence chronic disease management, particularly among low-income and minority populations. Can you tell us about the objective of your current study and why you decided to investigate this topic? So the objective of this study was to measure the association between patients' clinical need for DSME um, using the algorithm of care framework. And so with that framework, you um, providers should refer patients to DSME at the time of their initial diagnosis, anytime during annual assessments when their um, levels in terms of BMI, A1C, that sort of thing are off target. Um, At the onset of complicating factors, so most often that is a new diagnosis of another chronic condition and then following an event that affects the continuity of care. And so that's generally following a glycemic event that requires hospitalization. So after discharge is recommended that patients are referred to DSME to relearn how to manage the the condition on a day-to-day basis. The objective of this study, again, was to measure the association between this clinical need at the time of the encounter and a provider referral. What were your main findings, and were there any that surprised you? Based off of our findings, um, most encounters, patients exhibited some type of clinical need. But even though that was the case, only about 7% of those encounters resulted in a referral. However, clinical need was associated with a significant increase in the likelihood of referral. And so though a small amount of encounters were actually resulting in a referral, clinical need was a major a major uh, driver of those referrals. So in terms of what surprised me the most, since diabetes is mostly self-managed um, by the patient, I was very surprised at how few encounters resulted in a referral for newly diagnosed patients. The evidence shows the impact that um, receipt of diabetes education has on overall patient um, diabetes management self-efficacy and their ability to really manage the condition on a day-to-day basis. So it was kind of shocking to see that so few patients who were newly diagnosed were referred. 
What do the findings tell us about the opportunities for improvement in DSME referral versus maybe some potential bright spots that we can build on? Yeah, and so I think one of the major bright spots is that the algorithm is being followed by providers. I know there's some evidence out there that providers generally don't follow um, kind of these clinical guidelines, but in this case, it, it shows that they're, they definitely are aware of um, that framework and it is being applied. I think we definitely see that there's room to improve in terms of increasing the amount of referrals. Um, but with that said, this was also a study that was conducted in a safety net population. And so there are gonna be barriers kind of outside of the, the clinical sphere that um, also will need to be considered when we're, we're talking about how do we improve referrals because, I mean, providers do have a rapport with patients, and so they will know if a patient is unable to, for example, get to another location to receive this education, if a patient has the ability to attend a multi-day, multi-week course. And so I think there's definitely um, room for improvement on the provider side in terms of encouraging referrals, but there's also room to, to improve in terms of um, eliminating some barriers for patients. Why do you think some providers aren't referring patients to DSME even when it's recommended by clinical guidelines? Yeah, so I think it's a few things. Um, there's definitely some evidence that there is some difference in attitudes um, surrounding DSME among providers and the diabetes educators. So that's an area that's going to be a little uh, more difficult to to address it changing attitudes. But also there are cost barriers. It, again, being a safety net population is mostly individuals who are receiving Medicaid and Medicare, but there's also a lot of self-pay patients. And so of providers who are aware of DSME, they very well may be considering the fact that's an additional cost for their patient that they just cannot take on at the time. Um, another barrier would be that DSME programs and program sites are generally not co-located at the provider offices. And so that's a, another step for the patient as well, especially if they're in a state where they are required to receive a referral first and then attend another appointment to receive the service, which is pretty common. How could technology like electronic health records improve uh, provider referrals to DSME? I think a big one would be kind of through clinical decision support. EHRs are notorious for having a, a lot of information that has to be sifted through that's not typically not very well organized, and providers have a short amount of time with the patient. And so just having that EHR system be able to quickly identify and signal to providers that the patient's in need at the time of visit, I think would be very helpful, as well as even if possible, um, providing um, the location of the DSME that is nearest to the patient's residence. What are some other research questions around DSME that you would like to see investigated? Yeah, so I would, there, there are ongoing calls for changing the format of DSME um, from this multi-day or multi-week course to more kind of being offered through mediums that make it more accessible. And so I'm very interested in how that's going to work, particular given that, given the fact that in a lot of states, they the DSME is not reimbursable if it's offered, for example, digitally. And so that really kind of 
influences the access in, in rural areas and then also among patients who just don't have the, the time or transportation to attend a class over several days and maybe even far, far from their home. So I'm very interested to see um, how, as the education model evolves, how mandates are going to evolve with it, or if they are, if they're just going to be remain a barrier to access for the service. Well, that's the end of my questions. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? No, thank you so much for, for having me on um, to talk about this work. Thanks for joining us. For more about this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.